All right, welcome everyone. I'm David Burnett, joined with Ricky Whitaker. We're here for the Picune uh, preview episode, playing Russ Harrison this week. Picune's going to travel to Lyman Friday night to face the one and five West Harrison Hurricanes. They're zero and three in region play. We uh, have Quincy Patrick in his third year at West Harrison. Prior to that, he was following Collins around. He spent a little time in Pearl River Central with him. Followed him over to Diaberville. So he runs a lot of the same stuff that uh, Coach Collins does over there at East Central. So it's going to be a pretty similar matchup. And Ricky's going to talk about what we're going to see from West Harrison this week. Yeah, David. And also, you know, you got him as a guest this week. So we're going to get to hear from Coach Quincy. So uh, really good interview by you. Yeah, you know, as you mentioned, Coach Collins, you immediately think that he's probably going to be running a wing tee look. And he is. And uh, they're going to come out in some bunch sets, two wing backs uh, with a single back backfield. You'll see them come out in some two back sets. Uh, they'll do some end arounds. They'll do some switch reverses. They'll do a lot of misdirection, um, and, and really they'll they'll do some little wrinkles as well. We'll see them come out in shotgun some, Dave, and and I really look for them to to do that a lot uh, this week against Picky. And I don't see them being able to throw the ball. I mean, to run the ball a whole lot on Friday night. Um, really, the best play that I've seen them run, and they'll run it a good bit. It's a play action uh, fake, Dave, where they hit number twenty one. Uh, Keontae Smith in the flats, and uh, it works pretty well for them. They set it up really nice. Picune will have to be looking out for that. I'm sure they've already seen it on film. And number 21, Keontae Smith, and number eight, their junior fullback, Melvin Pickens. Those are their two guys that are going to touch the ball the most, I think, on that offense uh, in the running game. Both of them good-sized kids. Um, and, you know, quarterback number 12 for them, Brady Martin, he's a sophomore. Uh, he's 6'1", 165. He, he does have a pretty good uh, ball that he throws, Dave. He throws a pretty ball, but he's, he's not very mobile at all, um, but throws a nice ball. And, and his, his number one target is going to be number one for them, uh, a kid named uh, Torrance Skidmore. He goes six foot one, 165 pounds. Uh, he's a sophomore, and they're going to just throw him some jump balls and see if he can go get them. He does also play on the, their basketball team, so something to look at. You know, He may be able to come down with a couple of those. That's really their offense defensively. You know, they're led by uh, their senior linebacker, number 15, Luke Holland. Uh, Luke goes about five foot 10, 200 pounds, and, and he was selected to play on the South roster for the Bernard Blackwell All-Star Game. So he's going to be the heart and soul of their defense for sure. They're going to come out, Dave, really in a 4-3, uh, and they'll, they'll have that strong safety come up, and he'll play what we would call a rover or a monster position. He'll go to the strong side. And then um, they'll have you know free safety and you know one or two cornerbacks depending on what Picune comes out in. Yeah, and for the start, West Harrison's had a pretty rough start this season. They got the one win, and um, it's been been pretty rough. But they two weeks ago they played George County really tough. They they were winning at halftime twenty one to twenty. Ended up losing forty nine to twenty one. George County really pulled away the second half. They go play Gaucher. They're losing 42 to nothing through three quarters and end up scoring 28 unanswered at the end. I mean, Gaucher may have had backups in, Ricky, but what, I, what it tells me is they're not going to quit. So they're going to play hard. They're going to play four quarters. So Picayune cannot take them lightly. This is a very winnable game for Picayune. If they were to lose this one, by all means, it would be a shock throughout the whole state. Not saying that couldn't happen. Stranger things have happened. But for Picayune, it's just, you know, they're going to have to play their their type of game, not turn the ball over because that could be the, the key. And uh, Coach uh, Patrick talks about that in his thing, um, interview about, um, you know, turnovers and tackling. That's the, that's the keys. And, uh, I mean, but to my opinion, Picayune, it's going to take a little more of that. Picayune is going to have to turn the ball over um, for them to lose this game. 
No, you're that, that, you're exactly right, David. And, and you know, Picayune, as you mentioned, they they've got a target on their back. Uh, whether they want that or not, you know, they're going to be looked at as the team to beat in the district, and that means you're going to get everybody's best shot. So, you, you you come out flat, you come out not moving your feet, not jumping off the ball, or not you know exploding off the ball on both sides. Let them hang around a little bit. You know, you don't want to have a game like that. You really want to come out and, and and execute early. Try to put West Harrison away early. They'll have the opportunity to do that, Dave, if they'll come out you know from the get-go and get it done now something that I'll, I'll comment on and you know Dave we can talk pretty honest we're not coaches we don't have to play the the, the coaching line here but you know you're probably going to see them throw the ball uh, them being West Harrison I would say the minimum's 12 I'd say 15 to 16 is more likely they're not going to be able to get a whole lot going against Picayune uh, with their running game lining up in that power formation that the wing tee uh, does so I think that Picayune's going to get a lot of looks. Now, again, we're looking ahead because we can do that. You look at George County, you look at Gaucher, the, the two toughest teams that we have left on our schedule, we're going to see them throw the football a little bit. So we got a chance to work on that some this week. And I think that's good for our secondary. That's good for our defense. Um, that's good for our defensive line. And I think, Dave, they're going to have a chance. I mentioned their uh, young quarterback, Mr. Brady Martin, not very mobile of a, of a guy. I think that we can get some sacks this week, and I think that's really good. That'll get our, de- our defense charged up. Uh, I think that we can get some interceptions as well. But as you mentioned, main thing is is we got to come out and, and have a clean game. No mistakes. No penalties. Uh, we had eight last week. we got to fix that. Ball security has to be key. I mentioned you know, in our, our closeout to the East Central game last week that you know we laid the football on the turf, but we didn't turn it over. We don't need to do that. We need to have good ball control, ball security. And cut back on the offensive miscues, you know, miscommunication, missed assignments. We had some of that last week as well. Let's come out and get a good, clean uh, football game together. Yeah, Picayune cannot look ahead to George County. That's going to be the worst mistake they can do. As you said, we can. We can look ahead to George County. We already started talking about it a little bit here and there about what we're going to face against George County. And I would love to see Wes Harrison try to throw the ball because, in my opinion, that's the one thing we don't know how Picayune's going to hold up. You got George County Gaucher, who we know is going to throw the ball. Gaucher's probably going to throw the ball better than any team, in, about as good as any team in the state is going to throw it. So Picayune really needs to prepare for that. So it'd be great if West Harrison tries to throw it. Now will they? Will they? Maybe. I think for them to have a chance, they're going to have to. But will they do it or stick to a running game? Well, that's we'll see that Friday night. But I I would love to see West Harrison try to throw, give our defense some work because when they go play George County. The following week, that could decide region uh, champion right there. Um, still got Gaucher at the end, but if you win this one, good shot that you're going to, you know, be you're going to be right there for the uh, region lead, and that that's a big thing because you got West Jones, Wayne County, those teams over there. So you want to make sure you have the shot at hosting those teams when it comes playoff time. Yeah, we're definitely working on our seating as we speak. So. We got to make sure that we, you know, take care of business, do what we need to do. Again, it's a it's a beatable team. It's a winnable game for us. Yeah, very winnable game, Ricky. Hopefully, Picayune takes care of business, takes care of the ball, doesn't look ahead to George County, and can leave Lyman um, with with a win. Yeah, I agree. You know, injury free. Let's just get out of there with a W. Maybe we can play some young guys. That's always good. Um, yeah, take care of business and everything else to take care of itself. Well, like Ricky said earlier, we do have an interview with Coach Quincy Patrick from West Harrison. I also was lucky enough to get Coast Football Matt Stats on an interview. We're going to do that on a separate episode, Ricky. Very good stuff. I know I, I sent it to you. You got to listen. Going to break down all the all the teams on the coast. I talked to him for a, close to an hour. So it was really cool talking to Matt Stats. So if you want to pick that one up, find it. 
and play that back and listen to what he had to say about all the teams on the coast, Ricky. So uh, we'll see uh, we'll see everyone in Lyman Friday. Hopefully we'll leave there with a win and come back and get ready for George County next week. If you're looking for granite, quartz, quartzite, or marble, come see Angela Burmaster at Exotic Stones located at 6985 Highway 11 North in Carrier, Mississippi, or at their brand new showroom located at 1171 Highway 90 in Bay St. Louis. Angela and her staff will help you select the perfect color scheme and will fabricate and install any residential or commercial project that you have. Angela's low prices and personal touch can't be beat. Also, mention the Talking Ball podcast and Angela will throw in a free sink with your installation. For the carrier location, call 601-798-4334 or for the Bay St. Louis showroom, call 228-344-3003. Johnson Farms and Meat Market features all Angus beef steaks for incredible flavor. They also serve cooked brisket and top quality deli meats, including pork, beef, and chicken. Beef packages are available too. Shop online at johnsonfarms.com or stop in at the corner of Highway 11 and North High in Picayune. Johnson Farms and Meat Market, where quality beef begins. All right, I'm David, joined with Coach Quincy Patrick of West Harrison doing our Talking Ball Y'all preview episode. Coach Quincy, I appreciate you joining uh, me today. Ricky uh, Ricky couldn't make it, so I'm doing it solo. Thank you for having me. Um, all right, Coach, you're coming in this week. You're playing Picayune. Um, you've had a couple close battles. I know George County was kind of close. I know this season, you, I mean, you want to win them all. Uh, obviously, everybody's playing to win them all. But uh, kind of run down how your seasons went so far, um, you know, with, with your team. I think everybody thought the same thing this summer. We would start the school with the close to normal school year as possible. When the school year first started back, hope it started back, it seems like. And that first month of fall camp and practice was who was going to be at practice, who wasn't going to be at practice. And it ended up costing us our jamboree, which, in my opinion, hurt us later on. In our first uh, game of the season, we had a lot of turnovers that wasn't expecting to have. But first game of the year, you're going to have a lot of turnovers. Yeah, losing that jamboree had to hurt, especially like you said. I mean, I I almost forget about it. We've been in through COVID so much. I forget how it does affect every football team throughout the year. And I mean, everything's so different now. It's just it's wild to think. And uh, I mean, I guess like I said, we've been through it so long. I forget how it has affected everyone. Um, well, uh, is there uh go over some things? Coach Collin made a mention about some things y'all were changing over there at school, and I asked you about it, but uh. What's uh what's what's gonna be some changes there at uh West Harrison uh coming forward? I wanna get this out of the way. I thought when you told me I was like, Man, this is great news. Uh, I, I think the first thing is turn around any program or keeping a great program is great at and that's top down, that's great superintendent, great athletic director, great in suit building administrator. Um and with that being said, we have our first uh West Harrison Middle School, we have our first true ninth grade class next year. Which the kids will play eight great football for us, and they will enter in the spring as West Harrison High School Nightmares. We're excited about that. Yeah, that's a pretty big thing. I know uh, us following Picayune. That's, I mean, I help, I coach Picayune Junior High for like seven years, and that's always been like a um, kind of a big deal because Picayune has their own junior high and own 
in on uh, ninth grade, and we kind of get to they get to kind of follow the same program throughout. And I notice a lot of the coast schools, you know, Gulfport and y'all included, y'all's junior highs are so jumbled up. Kids might be going to one junior high, but they don't, they may not go to the same high school, you know. So it's kind of a, that's kind of a, a downfall for some of those schools. It kind of puts you behind the eight ball, I believe, you know. It's a huge deal, but unlike Gulfport, those two schools they have, they all go to the Gulfport High School once they're in ninth grade. We right. have two schools, and the kids were going to West Harrison and or Harrison Central, depending on where they live. So it's, it's certain years that we wouldn't get a quarterback or Harrison Central wouldn't get a quarterback. So you talk about taking the kids that play football quarterback for and making them quarterback in the ninth grade season. That's tough. Yeah, you're right. I, I didn't think. Yeah, Gulfport does. They just they split junior highs, but they do get to go to the same. You're 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 right. I'm thinking of the way West Harrison and uh, Harrison Central. Yeah, you. I I, I get you. Um, well, Coach, uh, it looks like go through that, go down some of your leaders on offense. Uh, I think uh, from my stats, I think you got a your sophomore. Your, you got a sophomore quarterback leading the team. I believe that's right. Brady Martin and uh, a couple running backs I seen was Melvin Pickens and Keontae Smith. Talk a little bit about your offense. Um, once again, we thought we were coming to this school year, uh, a normal school year. Uh, had a junior quarterback return, and he forced Vinicius in fall camp, and we, we were getting him back versus December, and Wednesday, he was walking in the hallway, and he, he felt wrong and tore his ACL. So we've started a, a sophomore quarterback all year who's first year playing quarterback this year, but he's handled it well. Great kid. Uh, I think he's a great young man. Um. Uh, so, Bob's a position. He's a leader of the offense, but the true leader of the offense is our center, Otis Gates, the third. We call him Trey. And Melvin Pickens and, and, and Keontae Smith in the backfield. They're just great young men. Um, type of men. You, you, you want your daughter or your niece to date or marry. Yeah, that's, that's always good. Um, and that is unfortunate. I didn't know about you. Uh, losing a quarterback, starting out the seat before. I mean, that early on like that, that's that's really tough. Um I know your defense is led by uh, Luke Holland, who's going to get to go to the Bernard Blackwell All-Star Game. And you're also, congratulations, Coach. I uh, didn't tell you yet, but congratulations on being one of the coaches for that game. But talk a little bit about your uh, leader on defense, Luke, and also uh, your other players on defense. Uh, once again, thank you. Uh, Luke deserves it. I mean, great kid. and uh, I nominated him. And, uh, put this film on and I walked out of the room and let the coaches watch it and they all selected him. I didn't have anything to do with it. Um, his play on the field earned that. Um, such a great young man. Um, he's thrown so much. He's the definition of what you want to program. And he came in his freshman year. Um, been on the side for his weight and height, but he put the weight on, put the work in. Um, he's a great leader. His first kid here in the weight room, last kid to leave off the field. Um, He's great. Also, we've got another great linebacker, Coach Scott. Uh, fantastic kid. I don't know what his stats say. Uh, I'm not a stat guy, but he's a fantastic football player and an even better leader. Uh, hard-working young man, a two-sport athlete, uh, baseball as well. Uh, and cornerback uh, Charles. Uh, Charles doesn't say a whole lot. I mean, uh, he probably said five words in two years, but he just works. He does what do. Yeah, I'm finding this out, following this football this year, as close as me and Ricky have. A lot of these kids are so quiet. You go to interview them. I've uh, talked to other players on the other teams, and it's just uh, you got to 
twist their arm to get some words out of them. It's pretty, it's pretty funny trying to talk to some of these kids. They're just uh, real humble, quiet, great kids that I've been around this year. So it's been interesting to follow all the football, you know, that I've got to cover this year. So um, I know you've seen film on Picune, and I'm sure, as you're going to say, as Coach Fan, Coach Collins, they, they're not going to look much different than they have even at your uh, Perver Central days when you was at PRC coaching under Collins. So what, what do you see different in this Picune team that uh, maybe you hadn't seen in the past? Or, uh, you know, what, just your thoughts on Picune. I mean, Coach Lee started a fantastic tradition at Picune, and, and Cody and Coach Doggers picked up ways left off, and they hadn't missed the beat out. If you close your eyes and nobody coaching, who's on the sidelines ahead, Coach, you couldn't tell the difference. I mean, it's the exact same thing, the exact same plays. The defense is the exact same defense. The kids still playing extremely hard. Really disciplined. Um, my in-laws and my wife's picking. Uh, I, mean, I have a niece that cheers the picking. So, uh, just, just, I know the kind of kids they got. Just tough kids who love football, love their family, love God. You win football games with kids like that. Yeah, and uh, so for for your uh, picking coming in this Friday, what uh what do you think some of the things you're gonna have to do to uh to try to win this game here against Picune um Friday night? I mean it's gonna sound cliche, I'm probably gonna sound like Coach Penn and Coach Collins and you gotta play great defense, you can't turn the ball over. Uh, you gotta control the clock, you gotta not allow the big plays, um you gotta tackle really well. I think I said that already, but you gotta emphasize how well you have to tackle because they may go two yards, two yards, sixty and, and it's how they built, um, you know, and you may shut them out for a quarter or even a half, but in that third and fourth quarter, if you don't come ready to play, they, they will impose your will on you. Yeah, um, that's that seems to be, I, I know everybody thinks it's a cliche, but it's just really real, like, uh, East Central had a couple turnovers in that game, and that really turned it, the ball last week for, uh, that turned the tide for Picayune, they kind of, East Central had the turnovers, and uh, that helped, and I mean, you, you, I mean, you're exactly right. That's all I can say is like, I mean, I know people get tired of hearing it, but uh, defense and turnovers will kill you in high school football, no matter who you're playing. And uh, well, coach, um, well, so, uh, so you think your team? I mean, how how's this week of practice going so far for your team? Uh, we got considering we had ball break Monday, we had a fantastic practice. Um, I've been coaching football and playing football a long time. And- I've been a part of some teams that have been struggling like we are. You come to Monday, practice on a holiday, and you hold your breath for who's going to be there. But we had every single kid from Friday night to here Monday practice, which was great. But uh, a great practice. They at the end early, we had a night great game, been clear the field. Uh, we had a great day of practice today. Um, you know, I've been doing this so long that I've have, I've had a lot of great weeks of practice. You get to Friday, and then you play awful, and you have some awful weeks of practice, and you get to Friday, and you play great in you, you scratch your head like what in the world is going on? <laughs> but uh, ultimately, ultimately, you do play how you practice, right? and I'm a big believer of that. Um, so we just got to go out and execute what we do, and uh, try to control the ball, and you know, once again, tackle. Uh, yes, sir. That's what I. I mean, you know, Picking going to run the ball, so um, you, you definitely got to tackle. So, well, Coach, I want to say thanks for coming on and giving us a little bit of talk about your uh, team, and uh, me and Ricky will be there Friday, and we'll come over there and introduce ourselves to you, and. Uh, Hope to, uh, hope we have a good game Friday. Thank you. Thank you. Look uh, forward to seeing you. All right. Thanks, Coach.